Hi everybody, welcome back to The Ghost Station. It's me, your favorite host, Arya, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Keshvar. You're just going to start every single time by saying your favorite host? Is that is that what you're trying to subconsciously train into people? Yeah, I'm subconsciously trying to implant that into the people. Well, now that I've pointed it out to everyone, beware of his trap, because it's not the truth. It is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> it's subconscious programming. Which is not today's topic. <laughs> no, we actually have a, a pretty fun topic for you guys. Um, maybe a little unrelatable to some people, but... Hopefully it'll be useful at one point in your life, whether it's right now or in the future. Yeah. Um, and maybe you'll just enjoy learning the experience that we had. Or maybe like, you just like listening to us talk and hearing our banter. Yeah, or maybe that. Maybe that's why you're here. Learning. Either way laughing, enjoying time with us. We're your friends. We're your friends. <laughs> we're talking to yes. you. So today we're going to be talking about what our experience was like moving in a pandemic and just some general tips that we've sort of discovered in our experience by moving mm-hmm. in general and specifically in a pandemic. The yeah. different tips we have and uh, tricks that we've discovered and things we wish we would have done differently. Yeah, and the next time we move, the things that we will implement better um, and that maybe no one explicitly tells you about, or maybe they do, and we just didn't know about them. So yeah. join us along for this ride. <laughs> um, so Arya. Yes, Kashwar? You moved in with me, huh? I did. So that's the reason why we moved. We moved so we could um, move that's- in together. Mm-hmm. And we were we were a long-distance couple for the first year of our relationship, and that was fun. But this is more fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were. And then, you know, we lived close-ish for like a few months as well, for like half a year. Right. Should we give the whole backstory? No, we'll just give this little snippet over here where we just, you know, we went from a lot of space to less space to no, no space. space. Yeah. Um, and we came to that decision after, you know, making a few choices that meant we could be in this position together. And mm-hmm. we felt comfortable with everyone obviously has their own timeline, but we're just telling you our story of why we moved in and why we moved out, I guess. Um, and You know, we've both lived in different places before we've both um, lived independently. And, and so it's not it's not our first time moving, but I guess for me personally, I didn't have to necessarily be in charge of everything in the past. I didn't have as much um, say in the move. I was just kind of there. And this time around, you know, we, we did everything. Together. Together. Yeah. the place to, to moving in. And so there was a few learning things. I've never lived with a female that I wasn't related to. So this has been interesting. This has been interesting. Made him cry a few times. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Tears of happiness. Tears of happiness. <laughs> um, yeah. So we moved here um march of this year was it march yes end of march yeah i think you're right yes yeah and originally we were actually supposed to move in in may so uh the timeline just got pushed ahead and we ended up moving in in march during the pandemic yeah because we found our lovely apartment that we fell in love with yeah sooner than expected and so I guess the first thing you want to do is, you know, you everyone needs to, A, make sure that 
you have your own finances in place because when you are either buying or renting, either way, when you're moving, you need to you, you need, need to, to get your money in order. Yeah, and that's you a huge me? thing. <laughs> I mean, you can always obviously break a lease and move out if you don't want it anymore. But generally speaking, most people, you know, you want to be a good tenant and you just want to make sure you have that money and uh, backup if if you need. And you want to make sure that when you're moving out, you're able to make that timeline that you need. So just, you know, be aware of it. So you're not like, I'm moving out tomorrow. Yeah, it takes time. It takes time. You can't just do it overnight. Exactly. So we moved out to be close together. And, uh, you know, we're a couple. Very we- close together. <laughs> <laughs> we we work together and we live together and we eat together. Well, and- we don't work together. I mean, we, work we work together on this room. podcast. <laughs> we and, work in the same room. Yeah, and we work in the same room. We co-work. We no, co-work. Wait, that's, is that the right? I don't know. We have a co-working space. Exactly. We have a co-working co-working, space. Co-working, co-eating, and co-habitating space in general. It is an everything space. We so coexist. Coexist. Um, that may not be the case for everyone. Some people, you know, will have their own space they move out into. And so I guess... That leads us to the first thing, which is how would you find a space that you want to move into? So first you want to sort of get like a wish list together of the things that are deal breakers for you. And these are like, how many bedrooms do you want? Uh, What area do you want to be in? What amenities do you want to have? Obviously, you need to be able to compromise on some of these, but you need to know what you want, right? So if you're looking for a two bedroom Apartment, for example, don't settle for a studio apartment, for example. Exactly. And then there are certain things that, you know, you may not realize you need, but if you are living in a two-bedroom and you have a roommate, for example, which has been my past experience, um, I didn't have normal closing doors. I had sliding doors. So this time around, I was like, I need normal doors because... Sliding doors suck. Yeah. (laughs) Or some people have curtains and, you know, it's fine if you live alone, but if you have a roommate, it's not so great. It's not so great. No privacy. No. And so there's, I mean, it depends. I've had friends um, who've lived together, their siblings, and the one sister lived in the laundry area with a curtain and then the other one had the bedroom. Uh, So it depends on your living situation. But those are just small things to, like Arya said, put on your wish list. Um, if you need a dryer and a washer in your space, put that in your wish oh, list. Oh, yeah. Good good point. Um, you know, you don't want to constantly be walking to the laundromat. Or you do like a workout and you don't mind that. And that's okay. That's not, a, that's not a need for you. But there's a lot of things you take for granted in some places that may not exist in others. Mm-hmm. So like during... Like laundry. Yeah. AC. Amenities. Um, in a building. Yeah. Yeah. Any, mm-hmm. any number of things. Exactly. And so you can look at everything from it being completely furnished to unfurnished. And these are things not only can you you learn, you know, as you've lived in different spaces. For example, a great way to analyze it is look at the place you're living at right now. Look at what you like and what you don't like um, and how you how much of it you'd be willing to give up and how much of it you can't live without because there's certain boundaries everyone has. Um, it's a first world privilege, obviously, but a lot of us have that privilege. And if you are lucky enough to have that and you're able to look at those things, then just make sure you're you're aware of them. Yeah. And as you're doing that, another point which leads into the next one is when you're, you're searching, you're searching for, you know, your place. Um, 
as you search, you can see what different places have. And so you can be like, oh, well, actually, I didn't, oh, I forgot I need a heater in the winter. Right. Yeah. So as you're searching, you'll just pick up on some more things that you may want to add to your wish list. Yeah. Or you may see something and it's stupid, but you may look at a flooring. For example, Arya, what kind of flooring do you really, really love? I really love hardwood flooring. Oh, that was Or um, even if it's like, you know, vinyl that looks like hardwood. That was 100% of a joke. He missed it. But he hates one type of floor. Well, I know what you were going for, but you said love. <laughs> so why would I respond with the flooring type that I hate? I know. It was just sarcasm. I'm sorry. I, I really dislike parquet flooring. I think it's gross. And the reason why I say this is because when I was a kid, my bedroom was, you know, parquet. Is that how mm -hmm, you say it? Parquet mm -hmm, or parquet? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like the square thing, the wood squares. Yeah. It's uh, it's so gross. I'm so done with it. I hate that kind of flooring. So everywhere we looked, if we found a beautiful place, but it had that flooring, it was like, a, mm -mm, no, we're not living there. <laughs> and it's, it's super stupid, but it's super personal, right? So you, I mean, you'll pick it be, up. This is going to be your living space, right? You want to make sure it's a place that you can be comfortable in. Exactly. And so it can be home for you. So that's when you, you start your search. So where would you search? So what we did was we, obviously we looked online, but we used the site called Kijiji, which if you're Canadian or particularly, I guess, in Ontario, you would be familiar with. It's a site where people list, um, you know, their American different items. Too. Is it American? Well, yeah. that's cool. Actually, my boss at work used to work at Kijiji. Not going to say his name right now. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. But that, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Point being, Point being. It's, um, if, if, you have a, if you have a local search site where you can find uh, just locally placed things, you can do that. And that's that's the route we went down. Yeah, we went down the online listings route. Yep, you can find a realtor if you want. And that's another way to go. It's more official. So um, those are the differences. When you are searching and looking at different places, there's some that are more official. There's apps as well. And, you know, you can look at any depending on where you live on air uh can't talk live at <laughs> yes there are different apps for you and so you can just literally do a google search of like you know rental home app and it'll pop up for you they have different settings as well we personally did try that as well we got really frustrated with the apps that were around us and they just weren't showing us what we wanted to see so we gave up on that. We found Kijiji had a huge selection. Yeah, um, Kijiji actually had a great like search system for exactly. houses. They had all these different filters and sliders. Like, do you want you know laundry machines? Do you want how many bedrooms? How much space? Hydro, uh, hydro furnished. utilities. Yeah, like um, we we would recommend Kijiji. And the nice thing was there were new listings consistently. Like, yeah, you could constantly find new things based on your location, based on where you want to live. All these different things. Um, so we really enjoyed that. And I've gone down the, um, real estate kind of thing. The you, realtor route? Realtor, yeah. Realtor route. It's way more official. Like, you know, you need to sign documents. You need to have this and that. Um, the interesting thing with Kijiji's, I guess, people say it's like a little sketchier sometimes. It wasn't sketchy, but. It wasn't sketchy it at was, all. It was, it was actually a great experience for us. You it just was, cut out the middleman is basically what's happening. Yeah. You're and cutting out the realtor. And it's still official. It's just not like. Here's all the paychecks for the last six months and here's my right. future job and here's everything. It's like... I think realtors are good for people who 
maybe don't have as much time on their hands and yeah. they don't mind passing off a little bit of the control to the realtor yeah. to let them do the searching. You just tell them what you want and they, they bring back different places for you. And I think most of them like drive you to these places and like show you and stuff, right? Exactly. But if you're a bit more independent, you have the time and, you know, let's say you genuinely are just interested in doing it yourself because i think we were pretty interested in doing it ourselves we were excited about it yeah it was something that was a project to us and so yeah like we enjoyed looking at different places yeah. online and then we went to see several different places um, um yeah we, we liked it we enjoyed that doing that exactly it was kind of like our as we said we weren't like you know we were a bit long distance so we were that was our bonding thing we were looking at it, it excited us and it kind of led us to speed up our timeline because we started looking earlier and it just clicked, right? And we were, uh, I guess we were fortunate enough to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so the other thing is specific to right now with COVID, um, you know, over the last few months, depending on where you're located, we had a huge down, like the price went down for renting places mm -hmm. close to cities. Uh, a lot of house prices and buying prices shot through this, just like insane prices for houses um, in suburbs and cottage country. People were trying to get away from the city uh, during COVID. And so that was another reason we decided to move out because, you know, you're locked into that price for a year. And then even after a year, um, the landlord's only allowed to raise it like, what, 10% or something in our area. Um, mm, I didn't know that, actually. Yeah. So although that wasn't as much of a consideration for us because we were not planning on staying longer than a year. I mean, if we do, we, we might, do. but yeah. I mean, it's just something to keep in mind, you know, that depending on when you move, just keep, keep that on the back of your thought process because you may choose a time where prices are going to spike really high. And the nice thing about renting a place though, is that as someone who's renting, you have more freedom than the person who is renting it out to you, the renter. Um, that's right, right? The renter? Rentee? The, the rent, we're the rentee. We're the rentee. So the renter doesn't have as much freedom as the rentee. And, uh, we basically can walk out on this contract and there's not much legally they can do. Yeah. Um, I think we just have to give them a one month notice. Yeah. We pay for the last month and then we're like, see you later. Exactly. And I, and I did that with my last place cause COVID hit and I no longer needed to live there. And I was like, I'm not going to play this absurd price to live in the downtown core um, and not need to be here, you know? Yeah. So I moved out. And that's 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 just something to be aware of because if you notice that, you know, prices are going down, you can move out and just find a cheaper place. Another thing you can try to do, although I guess it'd be a little harder, is do some research to see what the price is of other places in the same area are. Yeah. It might be a little harder to get that information, but like... I'm sure on like Reddit and other sites, you'll well, probably find people who write what their rent prices are in the same area. And as you're searching through it, yeah, you you'll actually just notice that you'll be like, well, there's like three one bedrooms with, you know, as you have your filters on, you easily see what's going on in that area for that price for that bedroom. Um, and you, you kind of get a vibe of what's going on with this area in particular mm -hmm. with that. Just, uh, just search with those specifications on don't be super vague because you could get overwhelmed with everything and then you can't really narrow it down so the more particular you are i mean it can be harder to find so then it's like a sweet middle ground where you're not like super specific of like i need to have all these 
details and live in a luxury yeah. palace because you probably won't. But but there's so many listings that you might as well just be like pretty um pretty liberal with your filters. Yeah, and if you're doing this for yourself. The other thing is, like, play with different filters, play with different locations that you're open to, unless you really sit on one specific area, um, and keep going at it. Because you're not, you may, actually you may find it on the first try, but most likely you're going to have to keep looking for a little bit. I mean, for us personally, we searched for about, like, I think three to four weeks just for fun. We weren't doing it, like, every yeah, single day. Yeah, we weren't doing it every single day, but, yeah, whenever... When we had, like, breaks, we'd do it. Yeah, and we spent pretty sizable amounts of time on it we spent like a few hours Mm -hmm. here and there like you know every time we did it and we but it was like a fun thing i'd be like i'd set updates sometimes and then i'd find a place i'd send it over to aria and be like oh my god look at this place it's pretty cool but then you'd be like oh wait it's uh there's no heating and i'd be like yeah so there's always something you may uh miss because you've changed your filters around so just be aware of those things and then have fun with it. So that's that's kind of like how you find a place. Um, and then that led us to the second part where we actually found a few places that Arya mentioned and yeah. we went to start looking at places. Right. So these are our tips for, this is the second part, our tips for when you actually go to see a place. You go to see a property. Yeah. So now you're, you've found a few, you're actually physically seeing it. And so these are some of the things we noticed. Uh First thing I think that I think was one of the ones that I wish we had done a little bit better is check every single appliance in the house. Check the laundry machines, check the dishwasher, check the fridge, check the oven, turn them all on, turn on the microwave for a minute, turn on the dishwasher, you know, for like a few minutes, turn on the laundry machine, like make sure they all work. Nothing's leaking. Nothing's broken. And look inside. And look inside them. We, what the thing, the problem that we ran into was we we walked in the kitchen, everything looked fine. We're like, oh, this is great. Well, so here's the misconception that happens, right? A lot of us, when we think we're just looking at a place, we're like, oh, we're just looking. We're not going to, you know, get it right away or whatever. I'll come back or something, something stupid like that. Most of us never come back. Once you decide on a place, you're like, uh, it's going to get taken if I don't. So I'm going to just, you know, get it. And so, so yeah. when you're getting that, that showing... You need to be thorough. You need to look thoroughly. Even if you're not going to move in there, on the off chance that you are, just look at everything. Mm -hmm. And that's why you're there, right? Exactly. to physically check out the space. So Um, check every corner, check around the space, especially if it's furnished, mm -hmm. which we had. Um, You want to make sure that even something as small as like the tables, um, you know, we moved in and they were all like going to fall apart. Yeah. Luckily, I'm pretty handy and I was able to fix the tables. Yeah. But what I was saying before my lovely co-host cut me off was <laughs> our dishwasher handle was literally not attached to the dishwasher. Yeah. It was like the most loose, shaky, jangly thing ever. Like, you, I was scared to open the dishwasher. I thought this handle was going to pop off. And we, like, it, it wasn't as straightforward as we would have liked it to be mm-hmm. for us to, like, uh, sort it out with our landlord. He, you know... He had a few differences with he us. He had a few differences of opinion, let's just say, on, you know, the repairs that the, the apartment clearly needed. Yeah, and so, but y- there were a few things, you know, like even the curtains that we had, we had them kind of, at one point we're like, these could fall on our heads. And, yeah. You know, those are things you want to be careful of. Yes, technically landlords are supposed to fix things for you, but sometimes the issue is like ours is like, oh, I'm not here for like two weeks. It's like, well, 
what something could happen in two weeks and then you don't want to be held liable for certain things if they blame you although technically you know just be aware of le- mm-hmm. legally i mean technically they're supposed to fix anything that's broken yeah but it's obviously landlords are always going to want to do as little work as possible and spend as little money as possible yeah right so so keep that, that in mind that's something that came through it and basically um as we were doing that we were checking once we moved in, basically, we were checking um, all the furniture, like I said, all the appliances that were there. Mm-hmm. Um, something to keep in mind is like, you know, we found, I mean, it, there's certain things you'll find, just, you know, the dirt, the mold, anything like that in certain places. Um, you, If you can clean it, that's fine. But some things may be a health hazard for you and you want to bring that up to your landlord. And all of that in total, once you move in immediately document everything before yes. you're completely moved in document it all if there's a loose floorboard document that if there's a hole in the wall document that put it into one single like document and send it to your landlord this like, is a crucial step guys this is a crucial step you don't want them telling you you damaged their property. yeah you don't want to a year two years later when you're moving out for them to be like oh this floorboard wasn't uh, like this when you first moved in so i'm gonna charge you 300 dollars to have this floorboard you know yeah. replaced or, or holes whatever in the wall or, or holes in the wall you know any, anything anything that's yeah. not working Rips. perfectly anything yeah, anything that's not working perfectly or you know it looks damaged or worn down whatever take a picture document it put it all in a pdf send it all to your landlord and you know you don't have to be like you have to fix these things you just let them know like you know hey these are all here you know prior to me moving in so you know there's there's you know make sure you email it so there's like proof, proof. Yeah. Right? You always like this is this might be a cynical way to think about things, but from the moment you move in, you're building a case against your landlord and they're building a case against you. So you need to have everything God, documented. That is, cynical. that is really <laughs> cynical, but this will keep you from getting into real trouble. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that landlords are out to get you, but No, they're not out to get you. But at the end of the day, they're not out to get sure, them. Yeah, you they're they're going to make sure that their space is available for the next person renting and it's a top-notch condition. And they just don't notice certain things. They don't care. Um, I know, like, the last place I lived in, there was a burn mark on the floor. And it was like, it wasn't us. So, you know, we let them know our loose um, baseboard was there. Um, If there's handles on doors, like, uh, over here we had tape on our door, like, really strong tape marks. And you may not think it's anything, but then they're like, oh, you know, whatever, this is here and you need to pay to get it removed or you need to get rid of it. It's like, I didn't do it. Why do I need to get rid of it? I'm not going to do that. So you just have proof there and you just kind of send it off and then you can forget all about whatever you don't care about. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with that being said, um, you you want to check the inside, but you also want to check the outside. <laughs> um, one note that Arya noticed that I personally didn't about the inside before we move forward is Internet speed. Yeah, so this is kind of a... Particular to if you have it. This is very particular to if the place you're renting offers internet. But if it does, and if you're somebody who works from home, you you should do an internet speed test while you're there. While you're seeing the place, you ask the landlord, you know, give me the Wi-Fi password. Like, I would like to do an internet speed test to make sure this the internet you're offering is, um, you know, sufficient for for my needs. Yep. Luckily for us, uh, our our landlord did offer internet, and we we didn't do the speed test. But luckily for us, it worked out fine because <laughs> the speed is actually um, pretty pretty, de- pretty decent. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. No complaints. 
basically. It's not like the fastest intern in the world, but it's pretty good. So we move on to the outside now. Um, and when we were looking at different places, you know, one of the things I really wanted, for example, was a backyard. But um, I was okay with the balcony in this case because we have beautiful trees in front of us. So we have a rooftop um, built in our building. We have a rooftop patio as well. And that's something in if you're renting in a building, you want to look at the different amenities it offers. I know it's COVID right now. So a lot of things, you know, maybe closed off or um, not available at this moment. But if you're going to stay there for any period of time, just be aware because you're kind of paying for those things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you have a gym, what does it look like? And just ask for a tour of those spaces as well or ask for access to them just to see what they're like. Uh, ask to go to the rooftop if you can. If there's like a pool or something, go to see that. Um, and like the main lobby, which you've probably walked through. But just take notice of these things because, again, it's not your direct environment. But maybe you really want to have a gym and you never thought of it. You know? Yeah. It saves you money. You don't have to have a membership that way. So those are just little things to keep in mind about your building's amenities. Another thing is sound. Mm -hmm. How loud are neighbors? How loud is uh, traffic noise? Is there any construction in the area? You know, um, the trains, for example. Um, you know, these things can get pretty annoying, in, you know, after a while. You might think it doesn't bother you, but it could end up bothering you after a while. Yeah, and we noticed this so when we went to look at a house, actually. Uh, it was the main floor of a house we were looking at. And I just kind of stood in the room. Arya walked away with the guy showing us a place. And I was like, oh, we can hear the people above us walking, like, very easily. And so then the next place we looked at was, again, a basement unit. And then I was like, uh, let's shut up and just stand here for a second and listen. And, you know, then I asked the guy, like, who's living above us? Because it was clear that, you know, it wasn't loud. And they were like, oh, it's a really old couple. They're never really out and about or whatever. So, like, okay. So even if you're not moving there, again, just be aware of that. You may not notice, but just shut up for a minute and listen to the sound around you. That was something I immediately noticed in the place we're in right now was that it's not super loud and we have that privacy that we would like. Um, what we didn't notice, construction. Well, Arya maybe noticed, I didn't. Um, there is construction around us and that is a lot of places. It's just hard to get by. But, you know, there's construction. If there's fire stations around you, that's a huge thing oh, as yeah. well. Um, sirens. <laughs> sirens all day, all night. Party it up. Um, and then you also just want to see if there's other buildings around you. You know, if you're around a nightclub or if you're on a street that's super busy, mm -hmm. um, there's going to be nightlife around there. Then just, just know those are going to be things that you might have to live with. And if that's something you, you know... You may or may not have the choice based on your locality, your price, all those things. Yeah. But listen, because listening to the space is very important. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Just make sure you're okay with the amount of sound that is going to be there. Yeah. Um, let's move on to, unless you have anything else to add. No, I just wanted to add one more thing. Okay. Which is check your neighborhood <laughs> in terms of safety, you know, um, I know as a female, I personally think of this more, but it's just, is it a safe environment? Can I walk out at night if I want to? Am I feeling okay? Um, again, a luxury that a lot of us have to choose this and a lot of us don't have, but at least be aware of it. So if you, if you do have to live there, I know 
in university, I had friends who lived in like really sketchy areas, but they knew don't, don't walk around at night. Like someone could stab you, you know, or walk with a buddy or have pepper spray, stuff like that. Have pepper spray. Have pepper spray. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) take note of your area. It could be a really rich area and just, um, see what, see what exists there. Mm -hmm. And that can be something that's a part of your search in the beginning as well. So I think that's it about, you know, as a side note, the space. As a side note to all um boyfriends out there, husbands listening. Be a gentleman. Don't let your your lady walk at night alone. Oh, just walk with her. I know, but sometimes, you know, people want space. They want to just take a walk and have their own breath and not everyone, you know, has a guy there to take care of. I know. I'm just saying to the guys. Yes. Be okay. gentlemen. Yes. And if make you, sure your lady okay is with safe. It, if they want it, then go with them. That would be nice. Yes. It really does make a difference sometimes. Um, so just as a female, that's my input. Yeah. Anyway, totally unrelated. <laughs> so moving on to... The big time results of all of this. Right. So you you found the place you want. You're, you know, now you, now you, now you time to get serious. And okay. You pop that champagne? No, not yet. Oh, okay. Okay. Now you have to go through a dicey minefield, which is negotiations. Wow, you make it sound horrible. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I did that on purpose. It's really not that horrible. <laughs> it's probably one of the easier parts, honestly. Yeah. Okay. So you, okay. So you found the place, right? You tell the landlord, hey, I'm interested, you know, and then you start negotiating. He's going to hit you with, or she's going to hit you. They are going to hit you with the price. Yeah. You can negotiate a little bit. We tried to negotiate. We I don't, really did. We we really tried. I don't think we were successful. And it was funny because we come from families where negotiation is a thing. And they're like, you could have negotiated a better price. And I'm like, I no. Know. We- My mom was like, you could have gotten an even lower price. I was like, mom, he was literally walking away. Like, <laughs> maybe that's a, that probably is a negotiation trick. He probably, you know, was sure that I would come back. But like, you know, I didn't want to lose the place. And we were okay with it. It was in our budget. So. It was, yeah, I know. It was in our budget. Plus, it was already a pretty good deal. Yeah. So, so anyway, we I tried. Mean, you That's the thing. You can try. For us, we got all our amenities included, and it wasn't originally what he had planned, um, our landlord. So, you know, he put that in there. But kind of, I guess, make that decision on your gut of, like, it's... I think you should always negotiate. I don't think you should ever know. I don't think there's a case to no, be made no. for when you shouldn't negotiate. But when you should stop. No, yeah. No one to the, yeah. If, if, the, if the other person, the landlord, is not being receptive to any negotiations and you still want the place, then don't screw it up. Just take it, you know? Yeah, if but you try. can. It's worth trying. Like, what's the worst that can happen? They say no, and then you're like, okay, fine. I'll take it at the listing price. Yeah. And, but, so then again, that also depends on certain things. You know, if you have a realtor or whatever... Um, you may have to do it through them or however that may work. Just keep it in mind, though. It's definitely something you have the right to do. You can always ask. And uh, like Arya said, the worst thing is you get denied. And then you decide if you want to move forward or not. Uh, with us personally, we were like, we really, like, we looked at other places and it didn't click the way this one did. We're ready to go for it, which is why we moved in March. Yeah. Um, and so that was also... The huge thing. So when we got this contract, uh, Arya can talk to how the contract went because I just kind of sat to the side and told him what to text at times. Right. So I, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm thinking the same thing you are, but so we got the contract. Um, 
The first thing I did was obviously I read it and there was a few things that jumped out to me as, you know, I would have liked amended about the contract. But the first thing, well, the first thing I did after reading it was I gave it to my dad to read. And I know, you know, that's not going to be something everybody can do. But if you have a friend or, you know, anybody you know who has a little bit more legal experience than you, or unless maybe even you yourself have a lot of legal experience, then that's cool too. But like we, I personally don't have a lot of legal experience. So I, I asked my dad to read it over for us and he found a whole plethora of other <laughs> mistakes in the contract that had to be amended before we signed it or else it would have been a pretty garbage contract. We literally for us had to the sign. wrong date on there. Yeah, the contract literally said like, it was a year off yeah. from when we were, it was like 2020 instead of 2021 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then certain things that we had discussed weren't included in the contract. I, I can't remember now anymore, but. Yeah, I think, and it was also just clarification. Like, you know, we were like, oh, do we get a locker, this, that, how does it work? Um, and we were trying to negotiate even our move-in date because originally we were supposed to move in April 1st. But like I said, we moved in at the end of March because we were like, can we move in earlier? And he's like, you can pay more. And we're like, oh, no. Um, but we actually finally. I mean, we, I think that was one of the more master class strokes of my negotiation. Well, he didn't give it to us. It just so happened that at the end of the day, uh, something aligned where he was leaving. Uh, and then he was like, oh. Okay. All right. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> I wrangled him into giving us. You didn't give it us in the beginning i wrangled him into giving us an earlier all move right. date all right he did that was my victory there is no such thing documented but um at the end we kind of manifested it and you know it was great all yeah. in all so anyway um make sure you read over the contract make sure you have somebody else read over the contract and if there are any issues even if it's the smallest thing you need to make sure that those are amended on the contract before you sign it yeah because it's a legally binding document Exactly. And whenever you're asking for changes to be made to the contract, send it over email so there is, once again, written proof that these these events happened, right? Because Email's your best friend. This landlord person could easily deny it if it goes to court. Remember, you're building a case. Anyway. <laughs> Are you going to be a lawyer after this? I'm not a lawyer, but I'm just careful, okay? I don't trust these landlords. I don't trust most landlords. <laughs> Yeah, Arya, Arya doesn't believe in them being nice. But, I mean, once you get your contract, figure it out. That's huge. That's awesome. Congratulations. And uh, you have a move-in time. Which brings us to the next thing. And that is, you know, when you're moving in and moving out. So if you're not someone who's, you know, for us personally, we were moving from places that we didn't have, like, a timeline to move out by. We could move as long as we wanted. Yeah. We had we had a place to store our well, things. Well, at, at the time we moved in together, we were both living at our parents' places. Yeah. So it was fine. But if you have to move from one spot you're renting to another spot you're renting, you want to make sure you have an overlap because you can't move out the day you're moving in. It's just not really feasible for most people. I'd say have a few days there. Yeah. I mean... I'm torn. You could probably make it work if you had to, but it, it would be it's really tough. really tough. I think most people give themselves at least that week of a buffer period to yeah, overlap. Yeah, Um, And, you know, I know it sucks because you're paying for double space, but it's better than you just being like, 
I'm in such a mess. I'm in such a hurry. I don't get anything here. And especially if you're moving alone, like that's really hard to do. Even if you're a few people, it's hard to move. Like it takes a lot of time and effort to move around. Yeah, especially if you don't have a big car and you're not getting like a moving truck. It's a lot of back and forth trips to take all your stuff. Yeah, so that brings us to another point, which is like when you're moving, how do you move? You know, you can have a moving truck, you can have your car. And personally, we have our cars to move things and Arya had like a larger car so we could do that Uh, if you don't have a larger car it can be hard to move things I know I have friends who've done a mix where it's like the smaller things they took with their cars but then they rented a truck for a day for the larger pieces um, to move out so once once you're moving those are things to just keep in mind so coming towards the end of it was when we actually moved in (laughs) We moved into a pre-furnished place, right? So a lot of the stuff was here. In our contract, there were certain things that were like, you cannot get rid of it. But then there were a lot of other things here where they were just like, there. Yeah, Um, and they weren't part of the contract. So there was things like, there was a rug here that wasn't part of the contract. Nasty rug. A really nasty rug, yeah. The previous tenant probably had some kind of pets. Yeah. Um, There was a whole bunch of kitchen stuff here. That was Um, useless. Yeah, let's just, uh, let me just prefix this by saying most of the stuff here was garbage but you know so there was some stuff here that wasn't part of our contract so you know legally we had no obligation to keep it and it was just worn down you know garbage but we were nice so we still messaged and said hey you good with us throwing this out because you can come and pick it up if you want yeah we gave our landlord a lot of heads up, a lot of heads up before we threw them out. We gave him like two or three heads up in the span of like a week, including a phone call, right? Yeah. And at the end, he was like, you know, if you can save it, I would appreciate if you could save it so that the next tenants could use it. And I was like, listen, man, this is all garbage. Like, yeah. I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Like most people, what they'll do is if there's something that they don't want anymore, they just leave it. Yeah. And it's like, why would I bother with moving this? I'm going to just leave it here. Exactly. And so then it collects. And then the next person's like, oh, okay, I don't care. I'll just leave it here too. Yeah. And then it's garbage. And we don't have the biggest apartment in the world, right? So this is taking up. What are like, you talking about? We, it's a giant apartment. This, like their stuff was <laughs> taking up precious storage space that we needed, right? So we were like, hey, you know, either you can come pick this up, you know, because it's not in our contract. We have no obligation to keep this. We're giving you a heads up that you can come pick up, you know, the, your previous tenant's crap. Or we're going to throw it out at the end of the week. And sink fans. And then we did throw them out because he did not want to collect the garbage. Yeah. Which makes sense. (laughs) We got rid of a lot of things. um, But, you know, just check to make sure that you're not throwing out something in your contract. Yeah, Um, yeah. Absolutely. Like, for example. I think most people probably wouldn't be getting a furnished place, though, because that's more rare, I think. Yeah. But, I mean, like, there's some things that could be in there. For example, um... I personally was like, maybe we can bring one of our mattresses and see that. Um, and the landlord's like, nope, mattress stays. Must be what it is. And yeah. Like, okay, I guess so. Cause, yeah, because his mattress was part of the contract, so we can't get rid of his mattress. Yeah. I suppose we could, like, put it in storage, get a new mattress, and then switch them back when we move out, right? But, like, these are things you have to decide beforehand yeah, if they're worth doing. Yeah, but then there's the bed frame, and we didn't have the same size, and so a lot of those things just, like... Yeah have to align so just make sure those are things you're aware of again and uh last thing is once you've done you know your space overlay of what exists then you may want to buy new things um and this is just like a 
tip for you if you're trying to be, you know, budget friendly is there's a lot of places like Facebook Marketplace or like we said, Kijiji and stuff um, where you can find a lot of the things you need, like not even not even like gross or anything. They're just not needed anymore by the people who had them. Moving sales, huge thing. And people are just throwing things out for so cheap. You can buy it secondhand yeah. and then use it. Or there's an app called Buns where people trade their things. Yeah, that's a huge one too. And there's this up and coming app called Curbs, which hasn't released yet, but it's going to be, you know, an app where you can get things for free, like stuff that people no longer want yeah, and they, they're going to donate it. On the drum roll, please. The Curb. curb. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Stay tuned for that one. Yeah. So, I mean... Just take note of it. Moving doesn't have to be expensive. It can be cheaper. It can be on budget. Um, and you can find a lot of things you want. You just have to look and be diligent and uh, focus on it, you know? And then maybe you'll get to pop that champagne. Woohoo! <laughs> we did not pop champagne. <laughs> no, I think we had a glass of wine. Yeah, we on did. The day we, like, on the day we officially moved in. Yeah, so it'll be a, a huge awesome time whenever you decide to move whether you're doing it right now or whether it's months or years from now either way we hope you learned a little bit from us and uh you enjoyed what we had to share and come back and listen again when you do decide to move because yeah. we could use the place yeah <laughs> so um if you aren't already following us on instagram make sure you're doing that it's go.station and as always, we love to hear from you. If you have any comments, any feedback, or you have any questions that you'd want us to talk about or try and implement in our life and then give you feedback on, we are always open for that. Yeah, we're always open for suggestions. So please hit us up on Instagram. You can also go to anchor.fm slash station to leave us um, voice messages, which we could also play on the podcast if they're appropriate. Yep. And then this is something I learned recently, but if you go on Apple and iTunes and you leave us a review, that's how we can be found more. Oh, yeah. That would be super helpful if you guys are on Apple. Uh, if, yeah. if you did that, that'd be great. Thank you. Yeah. You know, if you wish to. If not, that's cool. If but not, it's cool. Yeah. I'm on Spotify, so you can't do that. Yeah. We appreciate you taking the time. And uh, we hope you have an amazing day, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Make it a great one. Much love. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.